Welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. Amelia, Joellen here. We are still in Chicago. We were having some connectivity issues, but I think that the um, the Wi-Fi gods hopefully are now working. Yay, I see two people have joined. Um, so before we get started tonight, I wanted to remind you, I'm going to be doing a free webinar next weekend, Sunday, September 4th on contact and connection. So the link should be either above or below. Be sure to RSVP. And also, please, it would help me a lot if you invite your friends to come. Facebook doesn't like us right now, and so they're not letting us run any ads. So if you could sign up for the contact and connection webinar and then share that with any of your riding friends that you think it might help, that would really help me out. So thank you, guys. Um, let me know in the chat if the Wi-Fi seems to be okay. I think it's working. I hope it's working. What updates do we have? What was the most exciting part of today? I think Emily Miles' ride was the most exciting. She did a freestyle intermediate too. No, it was I won. I won. I won, not I too. And she does two tempies on a circle. And it's really just nice to see a good freestyle choreography and good music. Yeah. What you think? Yeah. She did um, two tempies on a circle and three tempies on a circle, which was really cool. And it was like a little bit of an upset, I guess you could say, because Laura Graves won the pre-St. George and the I won. And then in the freestyle, Emily won and beat Laura Graves. So Laura Graves won the title overall, but Emily won the freestyle. And I always think that that's kind of cool to see, like when there's a little bit of a something exciting happen and in the freestyles a big part of it is your artistic mark and your degree of difficulty so because she did these difficult things like the two tempies on a circle and she just like really had creative choreography then that helped to boost her score what else did she do those some extended canter into a trot some transition was yeah. very difficult and she she, she broke her walk up like she did the collected walk and then did a little more like canter work and then did the extended walk mm -hmm. that was cool and um her choreography for the pirouettes was cool like she did her circle with the tempies and then right into a pirouette so mm -hmm. it was it was fun to watch and mm -hmm. um, I enjoyed that. We also watched some young horses this morning, the four-year-old class. That was super impressive. And I love seeing the young horses because it's kind of like, like you see the outline there, but it's just kind of a skeleton. Mm -hmm. But you can imagine like you see glimmers of what the horse is going to be in the future. Like, and it's just about layering on the muscles and the training and all of that. And then little by little, like it's cool here. Yes, we're at Lamplight. Mackenzie's asking we're at Lamplight. But they have the four-year-olds, the five-year-olds, the six-year-olds, the seven-year-olds, the developing pre-St. George. So you really get to see like the whole spectrum of how the horses develop from beginning to end. And that is like really, really fun to watch and just experience. So, yeah. 
You should also talk about the jog. You jogged your horses last night. Now, the jog, I always find exciting because it's groundwork. <laughs> like, yeah. So at these bigger shows, they do like a vet inspection, basically, which is good. Basically, they just want to see that the horse is sound, that they don't have any like swollen legs or legs <laughs> cut open and that you trot them out. And um, a lot of times the horses get really, really excited. Like it can be kind of crazy. I did wear my helmet and they require the juniors and the young riders to wear their helmets. But a lot of people are starting to wear helmets. Like I saw Charlotte Dujardin. She's wearing a helmet in the jog because lots of times when you're on the ground with your horse, that's when you can get the most hurt. So um, both Harvey and Kensington were good in the jog. Kensington got a little excited. It was his first jog ever, uh, but they both passed. And it is, it's a test of groundwork because you have to walk, then you have to trot, you have to turn your horse away from you, and then you have to trot back. So, um, so yeah, it was a, it was fun. So Mindy's asking, where did you post how to watch your ride? Okay. So I ride tomorrow at 11 and one fifty-five. Joellen's going to post it in the chat. And if you go to USEF network, it will be streamed live on USEF network. Oh, it's like getting really windy. So the weather here has been kind of crazy. It was so rainy, like it rained a ton. I I had this grand plan this morning. I was I was going to get up super early, ride my two horses, then watch the Grand Prix, but it was pouring rain. And so I decided that it would be better if I waited a little bit and rode a little later. So we've gotten a lot of rain, which is nice because it hasn't been very hot. And luckily the arena seemed to hold up very well. I think, I don't think we're supposed to get any more rain, but it looks a bit ominous out there. Like here, I'll show you the view. There's the camper next to us. And there's the ominous looking clouds. So anyways, it's been really fun to be here. I'm super excited to finally be showing tomorrow because we've been here for a week and, um, my husband is flying in. That's why I'm here early because I have to go get him from the airport. I'm really excited to have him here and he's going to be able to help me a little bit from the ground. The other thing is I had lessons with Christine Traurig. Christine is the young horse coach and it was super helpful. It's always so good to get to have a lesson and I rode both Harvey and Kensington with her and we focused on contact and connection and kind of this idea of, you know, when you're riding your horse, you want to do transitions like you, you want to energize your horse. But all of that energy and activity has to be within suppleness and connection. And so I kind of have this bad habit, I guess you could say. And part of it comes from my background in Western riding. But I have this habit where sometimes I'll like get after my horse and just like launch them forward. But when you do that, then you lose the connection. And especially with Kensington, sometimes I'll feel he'll get a little behind me. I'll get after him. He'll get all tense and kind of run off. But, oh, I have something in my throat. But then I've lost the connection and the throughness. 
So she was working with both horses on more smooth transitions within that connection. So it's like, go a little, come back a little, go a little, come back a little, go a little, come back a little. And um, I've really enjoyed being here because there's so many good riders and there's so many good horses that just watching everyone really ups your game. And I've really loved watching Laura Graves. I think I've never seen her ride in person before but her seat and just the way that her body moves with a horse is phenomenal. Like she's so connected in her seat and in her legs and so independent. Um, when I watch, I prefer actually to watch the warm up over the show ring because you can learn a lot more by watching how people warm their horses up. And so watching Laura warm her horse up was super educational because you could see her make these um, corrections, but they were all within the connection and with her following seat and following hand. And so it was really educational and really beautiful to watch. So Christina said something that really resonates with the amateurs about sensitivity and sensibility. You should talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Christine said, she said that you have to make your horse sensible before you make your horse sensitive. And that's a really good thing to remember is that like that connection and suppleness, that's all about making your horse sensible and making your horse rideable. But then I, but sometimes amateurs go too far with that, right? Because then you end up and you like realize one day that your horse is dull and doesn't react to anything. And then you're mad because your horse doesn't react. So Keena just said she had a very forward horse when she bought her and now she's lazy a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So there is a balance. I mean, and, and we all go through that where, you know, you mm -hmm. kind of have to tone it down and get a relationship with your horse, but then you have to keep, you have to like resensitize them because that's like watching the rides. The best rides are just like on the edge of out of control. You know, when the horse is so sensitive and so hot, but you're able to manage that. And I really enjoyed also watching um, Katie Durheimer and Paxton. That horse is so hot. It's like just a total pocket rocket. Um, but in the Grand Prix, she had a lot of mistakes because he starts taking over and like doing changes when he shouldn't be doing changes. And But it also makes her Piaf Passage work just like so insanely amazing. And so... That's the balance. I think that's the art of dressage is that balance between sensitivity and sensibility. And it's something that you're always working on and it changes throughout the lifetime of your horse. Um, like someone said in the chat, you know, sometimes when they're young, like Kina said, sometimes when your horse is young, they're overly sensitive. And then all of a sudden you realize that they are, um, that they are too dull. Okay, someone's asking from YouTube. They want to post the times on YouTube because that only goes on Facebook. Oh, the the ride times are eleven o five and eleven o five and one fifty five Central Time. There you go. Um. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I have a question for all of you guys in the chat because, like the theme and the webinar that I'm doing next Sunday, be sure to sign up for the webinar on contact and connection next Sunday, 
please invite your friends. It would really help me out. So let me know in the chat if your horse is too strong, too light, or if they're strong in the left rein or strong in the right rein. What about you? Uh, my horse is too light and too strong in the right rein and empty in the left. Too strong in the right rein, empty in the left. Okay. Mm -hmm. Harvey is too light and too strong in the left rein. Kensington is too strong and he likes to hang on the right rein. Um, Becky, how do we sign up? I'll put that. Um, do you have the link for the webinar? I'll put the link for the <laughs> webinar in the chat um, for you to sign up. Let me put the chat here. Oops. Let's see if I Okay. Um, let's see. Gail says hers is I got the too strong, too light, left rein. Steph says her horse hangs on the left rein. Someone else too light, too strong in the left. I think most horses, I don't know, are they too strong in the left rein or too strong in the right rein? Um, Krista, yay, you're signed up for the webinar. Too strong in both reins, but primarily the outside rein. <laughs> One is too light and hangs on the left rein. My mare is too strong and likes to be stiff on the left. It definitely, like, contact and connection is the hardest part of dressage. It is so hard to get right, and it's so hard, like, you know, when you have a horse that's strong on one rein, you think, like, well, I'm just going to hang on that right <laughs> rein until they give, and it doesn't work. It does not work. And so... Um, you know, that's what the webinar is about. That's really what the focus is about. And that's something that we're always working on with our horses. Like, it's amazing too, when we were watching the riders today, how much you see them, like, even like who are two of the riders, we were watching them do their tempi changes and the horse would get too strong on one rein and they'd like really correct it, push the horse sideways, like get the horse off of that rein because, when the horse isn't right in the contact, they can't move through their body and they can't connect. Now that said, a lot of times, if your horse isn't right in the contact, it's because they're crooked or they're not using their body evenly. Um, the other thing, oh good, thank you guys for signing up for the webinar. Invite your friends. What was I gonna say? I forgot now. I don't know, but I have a comment. We were watching Emily, and this is about straightness and connection. And sometimes as an amateur, you think about you put your leg on and your horse should respond, and you're kind of nice about it. But I saw Emily in the warm-up before she went in the freestyle, bump, 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 bump off that right leg to get her horse connected. And I think we don't, you know, we give subtle aids. We're not like, hey, you really have to get off my right aid leg. Well, you have to ask nicely. Well, and then if your horse doesn't listen, well, you have to make a correction. Well, but, she bumped. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. the point of the warm-up is to get your horse, like, the point of the warm-up is to get your horse on the eight so that when you go in the show ring, they're listening and you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to kick them as much. And, and also at this show, you're not allowed to have a whip. Don't let me forget that tomorrow. Oh, no whip. We have okay. to drop the whip tomorrow. <laughs> um, so your horse has to be like super in tune with you and super on the eights. So um, someone's asking I'll which classes am I riding in? So K 
Kensington is going in the seven-year-old class, which is like a mini pre-St. George. And Harvey is going in the developing Grand Prix, which is for horses from seven to 10 years old that are moving up into the Grand Prix. So um, that is what we are doing. Okay, we have time for a few questions that people wrote in. And then I have to drive to the airport to pick up my husband. I'm so excited that he's coming. It's very like it's so important to have supportive mothers and spouses <laughs> because there's like there's no way you just can't you can't do this alone. It's it's hard. It's there's a lot. And um, oh, here comes the train. I wonder if you guys can hear the train. There's a train that goes by the showgrounds and we were watching one of the junior riders today that's in our group and the train was going by like right during her test. And I was like, Oh no. And they said, Oh, don't worry. The horse won't even notice. So, um, the horse was very good. Okay. Um, Oh, here's a good question. How much do you like horse riding? <laughs> Maybe you guys can answer in the chat on a scale from one to 10. How much do you like horse riding? I would say, uh, 10. But I also really enjoy like just being around the horses. It's been really fun to do night check. We've been staying here in the RV, which makes it super nice because we can go there first thing in the morning and do night check and feed the horses and clean their stalls. And I really enjoy that. I oh, Gail's at a 15. <laughs> oh, she enjoys that. I cleaned Kensington stall this morning and this evening. And this morning he just kept rubbing up against me and wanted me to like touch him and rub his back and work on his sore spots. And I just like stopped cleaning the stall and rubbed on him for a while. And then this afternoon when I was cleaning the stall, he was just like eating. So it was very funny. I was like, oh, that was interesting. So I would say Amelia's maybe at a 20, actually, because 20. she never Amelia's takes a vacation. <laughs> she like, this is what we do is ride yeah. horses all day long, every day, Christmas, we're riding horses. This is like vacation. Oh. <laughs> it vacation it's yeah. been really nice. It's been super fun. So, okay. Um, advice for riders who feel stuck and how to get motivation, getting over the second level hump. <laughs> I think it's important to all, like I said, always go back to your why is like, why do you ride? Cause it dressage is a really slow sport and it's a really hard sport. And so you want to have goals and you want to see like you're making progress, but it's also like, there was a quote one time that said, well, the short version is if you let it take the time it takes, it takes less time. So, you know, we put timelines on things like, okay, by the Uncle end of Ed. this year, mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing third level. But sometimes your horse isn't ready and it doesn't matter what you do or who you are. Like, it just takes more time than you want. So I'm kind of stuck at second level with Safinia, and I think it's a big leap to do the flying changes. But I've noticed over the last year, she's gotten more and more solid and more and more together, and she hasn't bolted in, several, in a while. And now I'm like, huh, maybe I could try the changes again. So that yeah. is what makes it unique. But um it's hard to get out of second level if you've got a horse that doesn't have confirmed changes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
but go back to the basics, you know, remember, and just sometimes it's good to just like Joellen said, think about what has improved, what has gotten better. Maybe you're not doing changes yet, but maybe your horse isn't <laughs> bolting. Maybe you're not like afraid to ride it. Maybe it's gotten better in the connection and that's all part of working towards your bigger goal. So it's, it's important to remember that. Um, Okay. What other questions? That's kind of a good question. Can you please explain the term against the leg and how to resolve this? Um, so we don't, I think we use the term more against the hand than against the leg, but it's the same thing. Like against the hand, against the leg is your horse should yield to pressure. Like if you push with your leg, they should move over or go forward. If you take on the rain, they should put their head down and give to that pressure. So um, that's what the term means. The way to resolve it is through repetition. So you put your leg on, you make, you ask nicely, like you ask it to, your horse doesn't listen, you give them a big old kick, you gallop off, and then you repeat it until they listen to that light aid. And you have to repeat that over and over and over again. So, um, Krista says she recommends the strides program. Good for you. Good. Yeah. So it was so, um, Yvonne says I need a neck massage. I had a massage today. Actually, it was very nice. (laughs) My hair is down and wet. So that's why. And we're okay. I have my laptop (laughs) set on top of my suitcase. (laughs) So we're like very high tech here. Um, Yeah. And so we're both going to need a neck massage. (laughs) If any massage masseuses out there want to come and like (laughs) massage me, um, that would be good. But yeah, stride. So I did a Zoom webinar for strides on Tuesday night. And I got all mixed up with the times. Like I'm always on time, right? I'm a dressage queen. Like if you're not two minutes early, you're late. And so we went to a friend's house who she lives close by here because we needed to use her internet for the thing. And we and were, her laundry. Yeah, and her laundry. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. So we were, I was giving her a lesson. And then one, someone else calls Joelle and is like, where are you? Like, there's 50 people here waiting where are you and so i was like oh my gosh like we messed up the time because there's a time change and um nicole said it at a different time than i thought so i went like running up and then but strides is awesome you guys are amazing we had so many videos i think i did like 15 videos and it's really fun it's fun to see your guys's videos and go through them and give you tips that help and it's also really fun because everyone makes the same mistakes basically like even me it's just at a different level so you learn a lot too by seeing all of the students that are there and learning from their videos so anyways um i think that's it for tonight i have to run to the airport okay be sure to rsvp for the contact and connection webinar please invite your friends and it's going to be awesome i'm looking forward to it i have some great slides to show you guys we have some awesome new programs coming out and oh okay she needs to say that word there's a 
fabulous program coming out. And I can say that because I've looked at the curriculum and it's going to be so helpful to all of you. I really like what's happening next. So anyways, we have exciting things and you guys are all awesome. So thank you for sharing the passion of riding with us. It's so fun to have all of you guys and to share the journey and we'll see you all soon. Good night. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions. And I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.